As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Traveling for college hoops this year? Pro tip, stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns, and get this, you can save up to 30% off with the code Doug. That's my name, Doug. Good at any Graduate Hotel location, anytime up to 30% off. So here's what you do. Book your stays at graduatehotels.com. That's graduatehotels.com. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to, like, that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, man, Ryan Hollins made a magnificent observation, just one where you can't see the forest through the trees. I'll touch on that in a sec. It is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Is your dad's razor older than you are? Get him something new for Father's Day. A DSC six-blade razor is perfect for an extra close precise shave get one now at a store near you or as part of a gift set at dollarshaveclub.com slash doug that's dollarshaveclub.com slash doug i my tweets ryan i don't do a lot of takes with tweets or sports opinions sometimes i do sometimes i don't but i may just tweet foolish stuff but if you've ever tweeted something that is just on point compared to something that uh, people just 
don't agree with. Like, the ratio is 10 to 1. Like, you may say something that is really good and really smart and really well pointed out, and you just get no credit for it. But everybody will be up in your mentions if they disagree with something you say or an observation that is maybe against the current or could be coming out of left field. It is so true. Like, you could say the most perfect thing on Twitter and 95% of the people won't care. You say something that's just out of, I don't know, just maybe that they haven't thought of before, and then 95% of the people come yelling at you. Crazy. Kind of like you not liking the college football expansion. <laughs> I tell you, I said RIP to the regular season, and people are like, yeah, well, yeah, 125 teams, yeah, it's really going to kill. I just There are things that that I, I like about the expansion. There are things that I don't like about it, but one of the biggest things, yeah, just I'm not a, not a fan of the – I just think it lessens the regular season for those upsets that you like, that, that you like to see Alabama go down. Uh, even if Alabama goes down and goes down a couple of times, they're still probably going to make it into the college football playoff. That's my gripe about it. We'll see. It could be, and it's a few years off. We don't know exactly when it could be implemented because it still has to be approved. But the college basketball growing from four, or college football growing from four to twelve schools. I want to get your thoughts on this as we approach tonight's doubleheader: Bucks and Nets from Milwaukee, then the Jazz and Clippers play in Salt Lake City. I think that the the big three that we had in the NBA and all of the talk about forming a big three, I think it's all a myth, okay? And and, and the reason I, I, I say that is when I see what's happening in this year's NBA, when I see what the Jazz have done in putting together the best record in the in the in the Western Conference, the Sixers doing so, moving off of a team where they once had Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, and Jimmy Butler. Like that was that was the core that you had in Philadelphia, and there were there were some errors, I think, in the roster building with that team and some things that they lost. But Philadelphia then was able to make a change at the head coaching spot. Doc Rivers comes in. You've got those three players of Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, and Tobias Harris, and now you're the best team in the Eastern Conference. I would say with the Brooklyn Nets for how limited the limited amount of time that Brooklyn had with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and James Harden together this season, and even in this playoff series with Milwaukee, that a big three isn't needed. And I just, I think it's such a, a cop-out, and I think that, I, I don't think that the big three scenario really works in the NBA. And honestly, I don't think that it ever really did work in the NBA outside of maybe the example in Miami. I just think that the big three and forming a big three for championship success in the NBA is is pretty much a myth. I don't know if I agree to that. Now, I hear you that just putting three former All-Stars or current All-Stars together doesn't mean a championship, but when the best player or second best player on the planet joins with other All-Stars, let alone just one or two, that's a different type of scenario. I bring it up as you credited Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Durant getting with Kyrie Irving, that's a big three, and we're seeing what that really looks like. Kevin Durant in Golden State also, we saw what that looked like, and we can say as talented as they were, but you know, really looking at uh, Clay, Steph, and KD, 
big threes are a thing. Now, I think what you're saying is the fairness of a, the big three was similar in Boston, and they end up winning a championship. But those that group was older. It wasn't quite the same thing. Is that what you're saying? Because I, I think age well, plays a factor here. I, th- I think that I think that age plays a, a factor on both ends because the big three that we think, and I think that it, it really started in yeah in Boston when Paul Pierce, uh, you know, was in Boston, and then the Celtics brought in Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen. That, that was a big three. But when you also looked at their four and five, and then their starting lineup was a young Rondo and a young uh, Kendrick Perkins. You had James Posey coming off the bench. You had Big Baby Davis. You had Eddie House. Those were very good players. And when you look at Golden State, to your point about Durant coming in there, they were already, if you wanted to say, a big three in 2015 with Steph, Clay, and Draymond. But those are also that's the formulation of a team. That's not just going out and getting Draymond Green and Green and putting him on the, the Warriors and putting him and Clay Thompson on Golden State. It was drafted, it was developed, and then they turned into one of the, you know, better franchises and one of the better runs that we've seen in a long time from an NBA franchise. And then you add Kevin Durant to that. And I just I don't if if they were already a natural big three, I don't know how then you know it is a big three. To me, it's Golden State was good one through eight. Like you had Andre Iguodala winning a Finals MVP. You had Sean Livingston giving them good minutes. So like, you're saying that's not a big three? Yeah, what I'm saying is that the emptiness that you get for trying to just fill a big to get a big three and just filling in other spots doesn't work. It it, it worked for two years in Miami, and that's it in the two titles of it. And so when we look at the Lakers, and I think the Lakers are a good example, they just like, hey, let's just try it with the big two, and maybe our big two are you know two top five guys. And we saw what ended up happening once Anthony Davis went out and what LeBron really had around him. And I think when, you know, we, we even try to make the Spurs and try to say that Tim Duncan and Manu Ginobili and, and Tony Parker were a big three, no one was talking about them as a big three. We were talking about that team, and those were just the three best players on those teams. But they also had other good players on that team, like a Kawhi Leonard, or even going way back and having a you know a Sean Elliott and David Robinson in their first time. Like they were, those teams are good teams. Good teams win in the NBA, and it's what stood out with me with Brooklyn. Is yeah, James Harden gets hurt, and you still have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. But look at what Blake Griffin is doing. Look at what Mike James has done coming off the bench for that team. And uh, Mike James had four three-pointers in in game one. You need success from one through eight because the top three isn't going to be there. And I just – I went through history, and and I just looked at it, and I just – I'm like – yeah, it, it like the big three worked in two years in Miami. But other than that, title-wise, I just think it's a myth. I, I, I don't think that you can win in the NBA by going out and getting a big three, and I think this season shows it, and I think history shows it. I think you lost your mind. <laughs> like Okay, so let me give you, for instance. Yeah, all right, let's dive in. Yeah, The deeper that you get into the playoffs, you need guys who can break their man down and get buckets, get shots. And those players are – very few and hard to find. They don't grow on trees because why is that important? At some point in the playoffs, everybody knows your plays, your sets. We can call out an opposing team's play before they can call it out. Mm-hmm. And it, a wrinkle, you may fool, fool the other opposing team one time 
and then we've caught on to the wrinkle. The game gets incredibly cerebral, especially when you play a team seven times. So you need someone who can break your team down. The Mike James is the world, the, the, the Ryan Hollins is, the role players, the Blake Griffins out of a buyout market. You can fill your team up with those guys. But the guys who create action and win their one-on-one matchup, they don't grow on trees. So I think it more so lies with who the big three is. I don't think anyone just comes together to be a big three. And to your credit, the tricky part about a big three is you have to establish yourself to get there. Now, I want to throw a concept at you that you may agree with or not. All right. As we speak of big threes, at this stage in their career, I don't think I could say it for LeBron early on, but in terms of LeBron and Luka, they count for two of a big three. So what do I mean? If I'm looking at the Los Angeles Lakers and I'm speaking of big three, LeBron James can take two guys out because he can score and pass, which accounts for almost two people in a possession, and he can break you down and score individually. So LeBron and Anthony Davis, by LeBron counting as two in my book, become a big three. Luka Doncic is a big two. He's Kawhi and Paul George in one. Now the problem is... He doesn't have that third piece, nor did he have the correct role players or supporting cast around him. I count Luka Doncic as two players of a big three. So if he just gets paired with another superstar, i.e. LeBron James and Anthony Davis, I believe with the right supporting cast, he will and can bring a championship to Dallas. Do you agree or not? I I would give them a one and a half. I don't think that they can make up for two. I don't think that you can make a hole. I would so Luke is a halfy. I'd give them a half. I'd He's give them a like it would be a one and a half. Oh. You'd have a and and listen. Look at the Lakers. Look at the Lakers this year. What what was the difference between the team that won in the bubble and then the team that was ousted by the Phoenix Suns? Anthony Davis health, obviously, but it's not like they were without warts. There was no Javale McGee or Dwight Howard there. They missed Danny Green. They they didn't have anything around him, but those that same duo was able to navigate the bubble and win an NBA title. And then you come back and you try to run it back with the same crew. Even when Anthony Davis was back, this team was. I mean, there were still questions. Uh, maybe they do beat the Suns, but how much of a run do they go on? It's those role players. It's four through eight that do it. And that's what makes the LeBron maybe heat thing so amazing is because of the team that they were able to piece together. But four through eight has been a big part of a lot of championship teams. The Raptors, like who would their big three be? You know, it, you would think it would be Kawhi and Pascal Siakam. They shouldn't have won a Kyle championship. Lowry. They should have won a champion. Let's just be honest. Golden State was injured. <laughs> well, sure, sure, but they did. And they, you know, they beat the Bucks. And Fred Van Vliet's the guy that kind of gets a lot of no, the, the run. No, that the doesn't success. even count. That's a happy accident. There, if you go the Mavs in 2011, led by Dirk, the Spurs titles. There were more team titles. There was no big three. But then the, the NBA has changed since. Can't we agree that, you know, prior you just needed a big one, Michael Jordan and and hard playing role players around him, mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant and, and you know, good pieces around him. The NBA's not the same. Now we can blame LeBron for that. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I think I think that that's part of it. And I also think that just because of the success that they had in Miami in the four appearances and it may not even be giving LeBron enough credit for who he was because of what they also didn't have in Miami at that time. And I know Ray, you know, bringing in Ray Allen, 
helps as, as well, and that would actually support my argument. But, yeah, I, I would blame LeBron with it because I think that for as great as the success, people thought like, oh, that's how you're going to knock off the Miami Heat or that's how you're going to knock off the Golden State Warriors and in, in those squads. The Cavs, you know, with LeBron, Kyrie, and Kevin Love, yeah, you know, maybe maybe that was enough to to handle in 2016. But again, we're talking over 20 years. I really only think that a big three contributed to about you know two or three titles. Those warrior t- those those warrior teams were so good, and they were sh- built from the foundation up. And then you add Kevin Durant on top of that. I mean, that's just that's unfair. And I think it's unfair to to even call that a big three, considering how good of a squad that was. I mean, it's just. I just think it's kind of a myth. And so when you're looking at the Lakers, you're like, who can they add? What other player can they add? What two players can you put with Luka Doncic to make him and make that big three? Look at what look at what just adding Chris Paul did to the Phoenix Suns. Even though I may not believe in them, just adding a veteran point god to that team has lifted everyone, and now it's a team that everybody's going crazy. They didn't go out and say, who's going to be our big three? They're like, all right, let's try to see, but Dan, See, Dan, this. don't do that. Don't do that because you lose us because you're talking big threes and championships, and you throw out Chris Paul and something we really like and we love and we respect, but we're, we're talking championships. Don't just start comping in on, 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 on formidable teams. We can name a lot of formidable. The Sacramento Kings, would, uh, you know, Bibby and Weber were formidable. They weren't champions, though. Yeah. I know, I know, but the success that we're seeing of teams in the NBA, like what big three is actually working in the NBA? Okay, but right how now? do we define success? So, so for Phoenix, I think it was a successful year for them. But mm-hmm. for guys like me and you, we talk championships. I, yeah. I don't need you all over the place, Dan. Fair enough. Uh, no, that's fair enough. But they didn't need to. They didn't need to go and get a big three to elevate them to the second best team in the West. That they just means needed nothing. To add. That 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 just means nothing, Dan. We well, we the, can't pretend like we're excited for Phoenix right now. We're we're at, <laughs> until, until they win a championship. We can't pretend to be re- truly excited. I'm just trying to take the data, and I thought you know, it, it, and you know me. I said pump the brakes on them when you're beating teams without their second best player. Let's maybe we don't get a sense, but I can't argue with the success that they had in the regular season or what Utah did to get on top or what Philadelphia ended up doing and adding the pieces of a Seth Curry and bringing in Danny Green and adding Dwight Howard. They didn't change what they had on top with their big three of Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid, and Ben Simmons. What they did is they filled in the gaps of four, five, and six. And that's what's helped that team. And that's what's put that team atop the Eastern Conference. And again, yeah, no titles but to think that you got to go out and get a big three and that's the only way to do it is not true. And in fact, I don't think it's ever been true. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Smart journalism, fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've I've lost count. Or, Shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. He's Ryan Hollins, the 10-year NBA vet. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for Doug today on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Doubleheader tonight in the NBA. Bucks home to the Nets. Game three in the Eastern Conference semifinal out west. It's the Jazz home to the Clippers in game two in Salt Lake City. That's at 10 o'clock Eastern time. Last night, we just had one game. And that was uh, not much of a game as the Suns took care of the Denver Nuggets to discuss that and a whole lot more. He covers the Nuggets and the Denver Broncos for that matter because, you know, I'm going to have a Broncos question or two at least at some point in this interview. Nick Cosminer joins us here from The Athletic here on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, Nick, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. That's uh, Glad to have you on. And, and I guess I want to take a little step back as we, we talk about the Nuggets here. I'm curious about the the realistic expectations that were there for Denver once Jamal Murray went down. And did any of that change during this, the, the Blazers series or an advance of the Sun series? What were the real expectations when they lost their scoring guard? Yeah, I, I think when you looked at it, right, and, and losing Jamal Murray, um, you know, as good as a regular season player as he had been for them, his true value to Denver is in the playoffs at a time when, you need guys to be able to create on their own. You need um, players who can, um, you know, attack switches in the pick and roll, which he did expertly, expertly with Nikola Jokic in the bubble. So to lose that, it was just such a gut punch because not not just because of you know Murray's shot making talents or anything like that, but because you 
you were literally missing an element of your offense that we're seeing in a series against a good defense. Um, they're, they're just totally lost without. Um, and, and so to me, I think that was kind of the, the realization, of course, beating Portland, um, you know, kind of seemed to validate, I think, some of the thinking or some of the things the Nuggets were saying after Murray's injury, which was, hey, our goals haven't changed. We still believe behind the MVP of the league that we have what it takes to compete for a championship. Um, you know, but Portland's defense and Phoenix's defense are two very different things. We're seeing without Jamal Murray, the firepower is really lacking for Denver, and that just makes their margin of error so small. Great stuff there. Even with the margin of error being so small, yesterday Nikola Jokic was announced as the NBA's MVP. Was there a strong level of disappointment that Phoenix blew the Nuggets out so bad with him being named MVP? Did it seem like he should have had a little more energy or, or, or gusto in there? Is Phoenix that good? Are, are we missing something here for an MVP of the NBA? Yeah, I think certainly the Nuggets were hoping, you know, Michael Malone said as much that, you know, after that, you know, losing game one, um, you know, pretty soundly, that the, the, the idea that Nikola Jokic's MVP announcement would sort of uh, be a little bit of a life raft, a spark, whatever you want to call it, that would create some energy for that team. Um, you know, it, I, the timing of it, I think the team thought was a little bit, you know, weird too, of, you know, why not announce it during the, the off day that, that makes it sort of. Um, or you know, the off day going into Game Three, or on the day of Game Three, to make it the big announcement when he's at home, and, and have it be a rallying cry there. But the reality is that it doesn't really matter. Um... Nick Cosmider's phone is like the Nuggets' performance in Game Two. I mean, that's what that's what that was a Nuggets' s <laughs> performance with the phone line. I know that Nick. Uh, can't help it. You never know when you're going to lose reception or not. Uh, but Nick Cosmider of The Athletic covering the uh, Nuggets and Broncos joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. I, You know, the point about the MVP thing, I, I think it is actually well taken because, you know, for the last couple of years, the NBA, not last year because of the pandemic, but the NBA had their postseason award show. But how they've done it this year was how they used to do it. And I do think that there is some juice when you can, you know, present that award or to your player before the game. And I think that the fans are, you know, get jacked up for that. I think it's a, I think it's a good point. Doesn't, ex, you know, doesn't excuse them from losing by 25 last night. Uh, that's no excuse. But I think that there's something to it. We got Nick Cosmatter back from the Athletic covering the, the Nuggets and Broncos. I'm, I'm curious, Nick, just kind of more on that. We know what a great sports town Denver is, how much the Broncos are loved, the the avalanche as well rockies may be another story right now but hey we know we know what a great sports town it is where does nikola Jokic stand and 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 is is there any comp to any broncos any place when you talk about him in that city yeah you know i don't think that anybody is ever going to um you know kind of take that john elway throne living in this town um it's just he's just such a such an icon um, you know, was was an MVP of the NFL, led them to their first two Super Bowl victories, became an executive and brought them back to another Super Bowl championship. Um, you know, brought them to two more Super Bowls, won another one. Um, I, I think his lore in this town is, is kind of protected for forever. It, it'd be hard to um, see that. But I think Nikola Jokic, in terms of, you know, the Nuggets, is, is already making case as the best player in franchise history. Um, you know, so some great players have come through here way back, beginning with Spencer Haywood in the ABA days. 
through Alex English and Dan Issel and, and guys like that. But Nikola Jokic, I, I think his uniqueness, um, the way that he plays, his sort of style is, is really has fans gravitating toward him. And I think his lore in this town will already grow. But, um, you know, covering the Broncos and just knowing the way that that goes, it's going to be a long way to go. He'll have to bring championships to this town, multiple ones, if he's going to kind of be in that John Elway threshold. Nick, I, I know you're the, a Nuggets guy, but I, I want to ask you about the Broncos a little bit, just the vibe or the feeling that you may be getting Deshaun Watson. You may be getting Aaron Rodgers. Is it? Uh, is there a buzz going on uh, around Denver about that? Can they feel it? Are they hopeful or is it just kind of like, uh, you know, Green Bay seems to be holding on a little tight uh, and not, not really happening? No, I mean, it's one of those things that it's a story until it's not, right? Like, you know, the, the fact that, um, that that Aaron Rodgers in particular is this, this MVP, the reigning MVP who's out there who didn't show up to a mandatory minicamp this week. And, um, you know, you, you have reporters there who say um, that, that their gut is starting to tell them that it's not going to work out. And if, if, if that's not going to happen, if he's not going to – uh, play there. It comes down to whether Green Bay is going to ultimately try to, you know, call a bluff, make him make hard decisions about whether he'll retire or sit out or whatever the case might be, or will they say, "Hey, this is this is done, this is over. Let's you know, let's just divorce this and make the best possible situation out of that." Um, and if that becomes the case, then then Denver is one of probably only a handful of teams that has the requisite cap space, the requisite young play, young talent that certainly Green Bay will want as part of that deal. So I would definitely say there's still a buzz. There's still certainly a hope. Um, you know, I think a lot of fans are realistic that a lot still has to happen. But uh, listen, again, this is, this is story here. It's a big story here until it's not. He's Nick Kosmider covering the Broncos and the Denver Nuggets for The Athletic. Find him on Twitter at Nick Kosmider. Nick, we appreciate the time. We know it's a busy time, but uh, we're grateful you came on, and uh, we'll do it again soon. Thanks, man. Yeah. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Yeah, and Jawan Howard has done an amazing job, coach of the year in college, and you know he's really made his guys believe. Isaiah Livers goes out going into the tournament and they lose to my Bruins. I, I texted before the game and said, Jawan, this is the one game I'm not going to be cheering for you. I got you any other time. But um, Jawan just has a way of relating to the players. And unfortunately, I was on the other end of things. Uh, when I played for uh, Boston, we had the Heat down 3-2. They had to come play us at the house. And a lot of people don't know, but he delivered a speech that really brings LeBron James another one of his rings because they were ready to mail it in. We had their number, and he just stops the plane and told everybody in so many words, if you don't think within 100% we're going here to win this game and take care of business, get the heck off the plane right now. Wow. And it, it, no hard feelings. If you're not yeah. if you're not 100%, get off the plane. And those guys came in and, and – did a number on us, but Jawan Howard, uh, he he. If the pros are the pros are going to be there for him. Whenever he chooses chooses to come back to the NBA, it'll be a head coaching position waiting for him. But he's doing such a great job, and I think just to honor the kids' scholarships that he went out and recruited to say, hey, I'm going to coach you is big. Think about even Coach K. I, I respect to Coach K for coming sure. back one more year. Yeah, it does help. I mean, it, it it absolutely does. I'd be interested to see if Penny Hardaway. I know that there's even been some, you know, reuniting in Orlando 
as the uh, the Magic are looking for uh, a replacement Ooh. for Steve Clifford. So there's been that out there. So uh, something to, to to look at. Let, let's look at tonight's game. Uh, two games, uh, I should say. I'm going to start with the the latter one quickly first, is because I think that we aren't looking at the Jazz as we should. We look at the Jazz saying, "Man, they just barely escaped Game One." When every game in the blowout is seem or in the playoffs has seemingly been a blowout, it was actually a good game. And now we're saying, "Hey, what's wrong with the winning team?" Or look at what the Clippers did on short rest and coming in and and taking you know from a Game Seven and having to jump in and play in Salt Lake City. Now, with all that being said, I think it's going to be a good series. I thought no matter what, the series would be split 1-1 after two games. I wanted to give the Jazz their props. I do think that the Clippers win tonight, though. There's just something about them and that chip on their shoulder, Ryan. I don't know I don't know if it's because they seem to be like the stepbrother of the Lakers in L.A., but when this team has any expectations, they don't live up to it. But when people don't expect anything from them, I think they rise to the occasion. So I think tonight, down 0-1, they come back and they beat the Utah Jazz in game. You hit it right on the head. You know, the Clippers, I felt like, and we'll just be honest, last year they were doing too much. You know, there are yeah. all these ads talking about, you know, spotlights and not streetlights and not spotlights and, you know, kind of like these subliminals going at LeBron James. Like, everybody had seemingly anointed them, deservedly so. We saw what Kawhi Leonard had done the year before in Toronto and how loaded that team was. But the humility and the lack of national spotlight has really served the Clippers well. Uh, they locked in, and I and there was just – it wasn't the same pressure on them. You know, when when they were down 0-2, the pressure wasn't the same as last year. Last year's Clippers squad, when they were down 0-2, the, the world was falling down. You know, everybody was putting eyes on what they were doing, and those same eyes and ears weren't there because the Lakers were having their share of struggles. And, you know, quite frankly, quite frankly, the, the same faith in the Clippers wasn't there. That was the other year prior, and it, it paid dividends for them. Yeah, to see, to see, it's it's just funny, and and I, you know, I thought about I thought about this because of what Dallas did, and I just I don't know if there is a correlation, but you almost think that when the Clippers were at home, they would have been able to take care of business. Yet the only home game that they won was in a do or die situation in Game Seven, and maybe that should have been the opportunity for them to be like, okay, well, this was this was this was their opportunity to prove people wrong. But even in you know last year in the bubble in that series with the Denver Nuggets in going out, having that lead, and then seemingly just giving it away. Like, like there's there's something about the expectations that you have, and I just don't know why, for some reason, the Clippers seem to not play well with expectations. I don't think they have the expectations tonight, and so that's why I actually think that they get it done. But at some point, it's got to change. When people think you're going to win, you have to win a game, but – the uh, the Clippers will will see if they get it done. What about the Bucks and Nets? Nets are up 2-0. Crazy as it is, Bucks are three and a half point favorites tonight in some spots. Well, I want you to remember this. One of the oh, hardest boy. things to do, if not the hardest in the NBA, is to eliminate a team. And right now, the understanding when you're in the locker room and you're down 0-2, 3-0 is the kiss of death. I don't know if it's ever happened before if it, or if it has. It's been very rare, but to be down Two zero isn't considered an elimination game, so the Bucks are going to come out like wildfire. Now, I almost liken it to you know when you if you're putting someone in a chokehold, and right when they feel they're losing air, they get they get this 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 burst of energy. This you're fighting for your life. So 
you're going to look at the Milwaukee Bucks and they're going to be fighting for their life. You know, the Nets have mm-hmm. them in a chokehold and they're going to be doing everything in their power and all your feelings go out the window. The only thing you're worried about is winning a game. So I, I've seen some of the, you know, worst teams or teams you kind of sleep on in the playoffs that you didn't think too highly of. It just come out and, and put it on you because they've got nothing else to lose down 0-2 and yeah. pretty much everything to gain. Right. I think Mike Budenholzer is coaching for his job tonight. And I, and I think that they are going to pull out all the stops for it because realistically, you now have a core. You've signed Giannis. He's agreed to a Supermax extension. You signed Drew Holiday to an extension. You have another You have another fallout or an un. Uh, you know, a, it, an ungraceful exit from the playoffs. And, and and realistically, who knows? These could be the two best teams in the NBA. We don't know. But if Brooklyn goes out and win a title, it's not going to matter that the Bucks lost to the eventual NBA champions. It's going to be you lost in the Eastern Conference semifinals or you were swept by the Brooklyn Nets. And if you go down 3-0, yeah, it hasn't happened in the NBA. There's never been a team that has had a 3-0 lead and then saw another team come back and win four straight. Like that's It's not going to happen, and it's not going to happen when Kevin Durant's on that other team. So that's why I think tonight is a huge, huge game. And if the Bucks don't get it done... You talk about all the coaching candidates that maybe could go to Boston. We just mentioned Orlando, but also Portland maybe being appealing. How appealing is the Bucks job if you have an opportunity to have the core players there? I, I mean, they could go out and get their coach. I think tonight is a big, big night for Mike Budenholzer. Vegas saying Milwaukee is a three-and-a-half-point favorite as a Bucks fan makes me feel good, but I'll believe it when I see it. Kevin Durant's going to get his no matter what. I just think that the the Bucks can shut the other guys down. Maybe Drew Holiday locks up Kyrie Irving and Milwaukee makes it a series tonight. That's how I think it plays out tonight. Dan, you're a Bucks in a in a Ohio State yeah, fan? Yeah, I, I grew up in Wisconsin, and I, I but I've been an Ohio State fan since I was about seven or eight years old. It, it's one of the crazy, crazy things. It, it, do, it doesn't make any sense, but it's just the way that it is. When I say go Bucks, it can be working for two different ways can it could go that way but uh yeah we'll we'll see fingers crossed that the bucks can get this done tonight but kevin durant's gonna just get his that's like there's there's nothing that is going to change it they're not gonna hold kevin durant to three of 18 shooting you know for 18 points it's not gonna happen durant's gonna have 30 it's just how you stop everybody else that's what it is yeah no no you're right but uh you know one thing that the bucks have to do uh, they've got to defend. They've got to be physical with the Nets. They've got to have extra efforts, uh, guard the ball well. I mean, all the the you know the simple parts of the game. But ultimately, they've got to get in the paint. You know, they've still got an advantage with size. There's no true shot blocker over there with the Nets, and the Nets have been you know doing an excellent job uh, guarding. Uh, yeah, you know Milwaukee, and that's a big problem because you know obviously you know Giannis is getting into the paint, but Brook Lopez is a guy. If he's got Kevin Durant guarding him, he's got to be living on the boards. He's got to be posting. He's got to be flashing big, ducking in. You know, he's got to let that be known. And Brook Lopez is a guy who can score on the block. I he's a tough guard. I've had to guard him down there. Yeah, no, he can. He he can. He- he can make his presence known. It just hasn't been there in the in the first two games. You're spot on about that. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. 
We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Sure is. I'm Dan Beyer. He's the 10-year NBA vet, Ryan Hollins. Ryan, to wrap up every Doug Gottlieb show, we go over to the news desk. Brian Fenley gives us some headlines for us to respond to. It's a segment we like to call... The Press. All right, Fenley, what do you got for us? I guess Dak Prescott is taking a page out of the UCLA Bruins, moving to Jordan Brand as Prescott, the Cowboys quarterback, going from Adidas to Jordan Brand. He will be the only player in the NFL, only Cowboys player, to be endorsed by this brand. Mm, I'll tell you what. You think that the Jordan logo, the Jumpman logo, is a brand 
that star on that helmet is a brand. Thinking about that, think about the Jordan brand wants to be connected to the star on that helmet. That tells you how big the Dallas Cowboys are. Roger that. Were you at Nike school when you played? Was UCLA Nike? Absolutely. And no, we were not. We wore Adidas, my friend. Oh, really? Okay. Man. Uh-uh. And then it was Under, it was under yeah. Armour previously, right? Yeah, Under Armour, yeah. yep. Yeah. Guys, Bill Belichick is yeah. is not too concerned about Cam Newton. While he did not practice the Patriots quarterback, he, in Belichick, says that Newton's hand injury, nothing serious, saying he won't be out there today, nothing serious, he'll be all right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He looked like he had a hand injury all last year when he tried to throw the football. <laughs> 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 I, I, listen, I, I don't, I, New England's going to be better. They are going to be a better football team, but you do have to throw the ball. Now you've got some targets. Hunter Henry got dinged up at practice today. I, I did read as well. I don't know if it's something to keep our eye on as it's still June, but, yeah, they need to get a little better at the quarterback position. Throwing Anything else? No, I, that's enough for me. I don't know if Ryan's got anything to build. Bill, I mean, I think the defense will be better. It'll give yeah. more opportunities. I, listen, the, the Patriots and Cam Newton were unfairly judged last year. They can only get better. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> oh, By the way, NFL Network saying that Hunter Henry's injury, nothing serious at this point. Okay. Good. Bruce Arians channeling his inner doctor here. He was asked about if he would bring into his team, the Buccaneers, a vaccination specialist. And he said, quote, I'm the specialist, close quote, going on to say that if you want to go back to normal, get vaccinated. He says that he hopes to have 85 percent of his team getting to that level at some point. I'm a doctor, not a coal miner. I can't believe players are getting offended, but maybe maybe I'm wrong. If being, would you be offended if you were asked if you were vaccinated, Ryan? No, I wouldn't be offended if I were asked. Um, I'd be offended if, you know, I don't know. Some people are big on it, some aren't. It's your body. Uh, you don't have to trust the vaccination if you don't want to. But if someone's trying to force it onto you, that should be a personal choice, not one that's you know made for you. I'm a doctor, not a bricklayer. Yeah, people are hating these questions more than the actual shots about it. That's for sure. <laughs> All right, you got one more for I, us, Brian? Yeah, I got one more for you guys. The Celtics, this is an, according to an, a report by Chris Mannix, the Celtics were trying to send away Kemba Walker to the Spurs when LaMarcus Aldridge was in San Antonio at the trade deadline. And when Kemba found out about this, he was he was pretty frustrated. Hasta la vista. Well, he's going to be frustrated because he's probably likely going to leave Boston this offseason if, if the Celtics have anything to do with it. That just didn't work out. I, just, I mean, hey, mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. another argument on how big threes are a myth. Okay. thought you had a big three with, uh, with Jason Tatum and Kemba Walker and, and uh, Gordon Hayward and Jalen Brown. Just a myth, Ryan. It's That's just not a, a big three, Dan. <laughs> are you kidding? Stop it. Oh, little, you can back in that, baby. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. You know, it's a very good point. I think you have to have two single-digit players, like, in the top ten to actually have a big three. Like, you can't have a big three with a 12, a 17, and a 24. Yeah, yeah. Or, I guess, former players that were that high. I, I don't know. Yeah, no. But again, okay, pick two winners. Nets and Bucks tonight. Who do you like? The niggity Nets. All right. And the Jazz and Clippers? Clippers. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. 
And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Traveling for college hoops this year? Pro tip, stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns, and get this, you can save up to 30% off with the code Doug. That's my name, Doug. Good at any Graduate Hotel location, anytime up to 30% off. So, here's what you do. Book your stays at graduatehotels.com. That's graduatehotels.com. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.